peace be with you. Every communion liturgy of the church uses this phrase, but it's more than just a phrase. What does it mean to share the peace? What is happening when I say to my fellow parishioner, peace? This week, Jesus greets his disciples with the phrase, peace be with you. Here's the story. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, He breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them But when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, Hey, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the marks of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. So, okay, it's not long after the resurrection, and according to John, it's the evening of the first day of the week. The doors are locked, the disciples, they're scared, and suddenly, here appears Jesus among them. It's interesting that the disciples are more scared of the Jews than they are of Jesus suddenly appearing among them, even though the uh, doors are locked. But that's a discussion for another time. The significance of this meeting is Jesus' first words, Peace be with you. Let's break this down. Jesus isn't saying, Hey guys, how's it going? These are Jesus' friends who abandoned him to the Jewish and Roman authorities. One of them denied he ever knew him. One, who isn't present at this particular junction, actually betrayed him. If anyone in this world has a good reason to be bitter and angry towards his friends, it's Jesus. But Jesus, he says, peace be with you. It's the first thing he tells them. Again, this isn't a simple greeting. This is grace. This is forgiveness. Jesus is setting the bar. He's practicing what he preached when he said in Matthew's Gospel, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. 
when we say to each other, peace, we're actually forgiving each other. We're clearing the air, so to speak. For by this, we're able to come to the celebration of communion with a clear conscience. Paul would actually write about this to the church in Corinth, where they were abusing the Lord's Supper. Some were going without, some were actually gluttonous about it. And Paul writes that when whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup in an unworthy manner, they will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. Now, this is not to say that you know, God's going to strike you dead if you, you know, uh, receive communion and you haven't told somebody you're sorry for you know, uh, kicking their dog or something. But the goal here, again, is not judgment. It's grace. It's teaching. It's grace that we forgive each other as Christ forgave us. To love one another as Christ has loved us, that's the goal. This is hard to do sometimes. But when we forgive each other, we love one another, we then show that the world that we truly are Christ disciples. The next time you're in worship and you come upon the sharing of the peace, think about what you're doing. Find that person that you've got a grudge against. Offer Christ peace to them. Show the world that you are Christ's disciple. Mm-hmm.